Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Create Something Awesome Today podcast. This is your host, Roberto Blake, helping you create something awesome today. Today is definitely going to be one of my favorite episodes of the podcast. We're going to talk about just getting started. Just getting started is probably the hardest thing that there actually is when you're a creative person or when you're anyone in general. I know that being able to move forward in my personal brand, my creative entrepreneurship journey, and even doing this podcast, there were a lot of things that got in the way of me taking my first steps and just getting started. And there are many projects I'm doing today where I'm starting over from zero. A lot of people actually have told me that they they feel like maybe that's easier for me because I have an audience or because people know who I am, but it's actually more difficult in that sense because when I started from zero and no one was paying attention, there was no pressure. Now that people are paying attention, it gets a little intimidating sometimes and you worry, even if you're me, you worry a little bit about, well, what if things don't work out or what if people see you fail? And that can get discouraging or that could make you hesitate. But I've learned how to power through that. I've learned how to position my mindset in the right way. I want to talk about some of those things, but I also want to give you some practical steps for just getting started on whatever your project is, whatever it is you're trying to do, whatever your new path looks like, I'm going to help you actually pull the trigger and just get started. So that's what is going to be on today's episode of the podcast. Before we jump into all that, I want to take the time to acknowledge our awesome creator of the day. And our awesome creator of the day is Benjamin Vong Wong, aka The Vong Wong in Twitter. Um, You should definitely check him out. Not only is he an epic level photographer, but he actually does these great photo stories and documents them and and shows really a different side of the world than what we would expect. He actually uses these things to promote awareness to causes, whether it's child hunger or whether it's the plastic bottles that are destroying our oceans and our environment. So I really want you to check out Benjamin Von Wong. We're going to link up all of his stuff in the show notes today, but he is our awesome creator of the day. Ben, I really love that you're doing great things. It's been tremendous uh, meeting you and getting to know you as a human, and you are definitely someone who merits being awesome creator of the day with everything that you're doing. What a lot of people forget is that I was doing creative stuff long before YouTube and social media and the modern internet existed. And I did these things because I wanted to. There was no likes. There were no shares. And I think a lot of people get discouraged and they quit doing something because they're not getting attention or acknowledgement. And I question when people do that. And I'm not I'm not mocking them and I'm not putting them down. But I question whether they really want it, whether this is something they really care about. Because when I was growing up, I would sit there and I would rush through my classwork. I would, you know screw off everything to do at school just so that I could get in five more minutes of drawing in my sketchbook. I'm not even kidding. Just five more minutes of drawing in my sketchbook and just escaping and creating my own world was all I wanted. And it's all I could stand to sit still long enough to just get that extra five minutes. It's all I could stand to go ahead and wolf down my food at lunch so I could get back to drawing in my sketchbook. That's how passionate I was about my artwork at that age. And then when I discovered the internet and I discovered the things that I could build and create and share online... Well, that was the end of me being an A student in high school. That was it. Game over. (laughs) So when, when people 
give up or they don't stay consistent once they've started something, whether it's a blog or a podcast or Instagram or YouTube or Snapchat, because they're not getting the numbers, they're not getting the likes, views, shares, subscribers. I, I question whether or not they really love what they're doing because you would do it when nobody is watching. Some of the best artists and photographers I know have no social media presence whatsoever. They're doing something because they purely love and enjoy it. So if you're struggling to start or you're struggling to maintain doing something and you're saying to yourself that the reason is because nobody cares or nobody notices, I want you to reevaluate that and ask yourself if you really love this thing, if you're really passionate about it to begin with, because there are plenty of creative endeavors and things that I and other people do every single day that you don't notice that goes completely un unacknowledged. And sometimes we don't even put it out there. We want to hoard it for ourselves because we love it that much and we don't want to put it out there. I ultimately don't share my personal sketchbook and artwork in Instagram and in social media. And I think you guys know that. I've just barely managed to like, you know, work up to sharing my personal photography, not because I'm not proud of it, I actually am, or not because of how it may or may not fit with everything else in my brand. It's just that I shot those shots more for me, and sometimes I'll show them during doing a tutorial in Photoshop or something, but ultimately, I took those pictures more for myself or for the people that I happen to uh, shoot them for, rather than to get any acknowledgement or praise for them uh, from the internet. And so if that's what's holding you back, I want you to just reevaluate the emotional connection you have to what you're doing, because if you don't have a strong emotional connection to something, it's going to be hard to do it, and it's going to be hard to maintain it. I feel that the lack of, of an emotional investment in some of my work in corporate America is what held me back for a, a good portion of my career because I didn't feel a sense of ownership of what I did. It wasn't what I was passionate about doing or other people were influencing it in some way that I wasn't satisfied with. So those things made it very difficult to sustain and to keep going, and that was more discouraging than anything. But the work I did for myself after I clocked out, that's the work that kept me alive. That's the work that kept me going. That's the uh, work that made me the happiness, regardless of what the outcome was. So I want you to stop tying the desire or the consistency of what you do to the result that comes from it. And I want you to, again, tie it instead to how you feel about doing it, how you feel about the process, how you feel about seeing a finished piece of work. I mean, you know how accomplished and satisfied I feel after I put together a bookcase? And you guys, like, I don't get any likes and shares and thumbs up for you from you guys for putting together a bookcase, but I feel good about something that I built and put together with my own two hands. And it feels great. And it feels amazing to have just done something. So, I mean, that's, that's one of the things I think about when we have this particular conversation. What's the emotional payoff of you doing something? And I think that emotional payoff is something that has to come from inside of you, not from external validation. But, you know, that's not the only barrier to just getting started. Some of you, you have something you're super passionate about, but it takes resources that you don't currently have. A lot of you will tell me, Roberto... Everything takes money, and if I don't have any money, I can't make any money. If I don't have any money, I can't do all these amazing, wonderful things. And 
That's just not true. On a practical level, sure, there are things you can't do as well if you don't have resources and money to leverage, but you know what? I did most of the things that you see here on a minimal budget, and right now I might have some quote-unquote fancy gear or fancy things that I use, but that was something that I built up to and worked my way up to over time. And when I started, I didn't really have much of anything. I think the first camera that I ever used to do YouTube videos, um, I was much younger at the time. I, I That camera, I think, cost like 180 or 200 bucks. And that was money that I took from uh, just saving up and deciding that I'm going to get a camera and I'm going to make videos on the internet because that seems like something I'm interested in right now. And that was like really simple and really basic to get started. To get started today, if you were going to do videos on the internet, you can get a $60 webcam and that's a Logitech webcam and it's 1080p. And by the way, if you're talking about, well, that's not quality, it's like that's the thing that like Jenna Marbles used to build her YouTube success, and she's literally YouTube famous. And it's the same camera that I started doing my live streams with and that many online gamers and Twitch creatives use for their stuff. So it's not that complicated to scrounge up 60 bucks, even if you have nothing. I mean, that's the money that I made when I was a kid raking leaves and mowing lawns. You can get 60 bucks if that's the barrier. If you want to start a podcast, even today, um, I haven't set up the nice uh, microphone that our friends over at Sennheiser were um, gr you know, gracious enough to send over as a product sponsor. I'm still using a $60 microphone to do this podcast and a $40 mixer and a $5 XRR cable, and that's it. That's all I'm doing this podcast on, and you could use free software like Audacity. If money is the barrier to entry or you're saying you need a tool or a resource, find the best thing that you can get that you can afford and do the best you can because the reality is no matter how fancy your gear or your equipment is, if you have no experience doing this, you still have a learning curve to go. You still got 50, 100 executions probably unless you're really talented before anything you produce is really of high quality regardless of what equipment you have. Believe it or not, uh, until I get used to using a certain type of camera, I can have one of the most expensive cameras. And until I get used to balancing the weight, until I get used to its features, I could still produce a very crappy video with a $2,000 camera and do a much better job with my smartphone just because it's the tool that I know better and have more experience with. So don't think that the tools that you have outweigh your talent and outweigh your experience. Somebody who has no talent and no experience is not going to necessarily produce a better result than you with um, you having talent and experience and a cheaper tool set. So I just want to make that very clear. Now tools, and the reason I buy more fancy tools now that I can afford them, is tools can ease your process, ease your pain points. It can create speed. It can create reliability and reassurance. Uh, for you and for other people. So that's why I make an investment in my tools and it's why it's the thing I spend money on. I don't spend money on clothes. Uh, you know, the only time I spend money on sneakers is for going up on stage and, you know, that's it. Um, I spend more money on investing in my tools and the things that run my business than I do in anything regarding my uh, my personal appearance or buying anything name brand or buying frivolous things because what you spend your time, your money, and your energy on 
is going to be very clear. It's what's going to show exactly uh, what your results are. And so when you spend your energy and your time on things that aren't moving the needle for the thing that you're passionate about, you can't be surprised at the progress that you know comes out of that. It does require an investment mentality. And I think the far majority of people, they have a scarcity mentality and they try to fill a void of, of fear with things and material possessions versus making an investment in what's going to allow them to produce a better experience. The experience of pushing the on button when I record, I want that to be great. I want to have a great experience so that I show up every single day and I'm satisfied with the quality of what I produce so I can keep producing it, so I can keep going. When I didn't have the settings right, for the audio for this podcast, when I didn't have the things that I wanted in place for this podcast, whether it was the XLR mixer or the audio headset, I mean, that was really part of the barrier to me. I've wanted to do this podcast for the longest time. I've wanted to do it consistently, and I'll tell you flat out, not even having the website look the way I wanted was holding me back and keeping me from producing episodes. Uh, So I understand if not having things perfect, if not having things the way you want is holding you back because it's something even I experience to this day and I just end up having to get over it or I have to attack that problem. I didn't like how the website looked. I spent the last month working under the hood on the createsomethingawesometoday.com website so that I could have that in place to have the podcast just be the best that it could be and to represent uh, me well. And that was time that I had to take away from other things, other things that might have been more productive, other things that might have made me money because I want to put out this podcast every single week. I want to show up here every single week for you guys. I want to be consistent. So I had to become self-aware and say, Roberto, what's stopping you from being more consistent? What's stopping you from getting the show out every week? And I made a list. And the things that I weren't happy with were are the settings, right for the audio is the audio experience good for the listeners um am i able to have the bandwidth to come with the level of enthusiasm and energy that i want when i produce the show do i have the website set up the way that i want do i have um a backup editor to be able to help me with producing and executing on getting the show out and i had to address those things so what i do i set a timetable i reached out to jason liebman and Now, you're going to be getting this show more consistently, and I want you to nag me in Twitter, at Roberto Blake, if a week or two goes by and I don't put out a show after episode 20. If you don't see a show from me in seven days, I want you nagging me until an episode comes out. I'm not even kidding. So you guys are going to be my accountability partner because you know what? That's the other way that you get started and you don't stop is when you make big public declarations, you're on the hook. Have you ever heard the phrase, oh, I'm keeping this close to my chest for right now? Guess what? That's an excuse for people to be able to back out of whatever they were supposed to commit to. And so I make big public declarations of what my goals are because I expect each and every single one of you to hold me to it, to hold me accountable, to beat down my virtual door until I deliver on the thing that I said I was going to do and so that I can maintain being a man of my word. And that's what helps me just start something is people holding me accountable. What helps me be consistent is people holding me accountable. And so that's what I think will probably help the far majority of you, probably more than anything else, 
is having some kind of accountability partner. So whether that's the audience that you are trying to build in social media, whether it's a significant other, whether it's a family member, whether it's a friend, whether it's a stranger on the internet, I think that everybody needs accountability partners at some point. For some of you, the issue won't be accountability. The issue will not be money or resources. The issue will not be a lack of motivation. For some of you, it will be time. And that that's the hard one because time is the thing that is always going to be the variable of success because if you don't invest the time, you're not getting anywhere. There are real issues with time. I've always said that you can audit yourself, you can find out where you're wasting time, but some of you are actually doing what you're supposed to and you're not doing things that are a waste of time, but you still may not ultimately have enough time to put into the things that you want or that you need to. And I can understand and I can appreciate that. I was in that boat as well after a certain point. And in fact, even when I'm managing my time more effectively now, I still run into that. And the answer I found for time management is twofold, energy management and speed. Energy management and speed, which ultimately come down to efficiency. I found out that by taking better care of my health and nutrition, I could increase my energy levels, my stamina, and means that anything I was doing, I could probably do it even a few percentage points faster, more effectively. Um, and that ultimately it would take less of a toll on me because I was just healthier and more energetic. So that was one thing. The other was if something was taking me a certain amount of time, I realized that if I go ahead and I put the effort into putting all of my energy into refining that thing, refining that process, getting good at it, doing the repetition, ignoring other things, and just focusing on this to just get a little bit faster, 10% faster, 20% faster, 50% faster, then I would make that up in dividends throughout the rest of the month, the rest of the year, the rest of my lifetime. And so that was the answer. Primary example, getting this podcast out more often was a matter of conditioning myself to be able to do the habits that would make me faster and more efficient at this podcast. Some of that was by doing more live streaming, I was able to get to a point in my cadence and how I articulate myself and how I express ideas that would allow me to make less mistakes, thus having to do less editing, less frustration, less impatience on my part, and thus I could get a podcast out more regularly, more frequently. Have I refined that down to getting it perfect yet? No. Do I think that there's a really healthy chance that I've gotten it to a place that would allow me to get a podcast episode every week? Yes, I actually do. I believe that 110%. And if I don't, you guys will hold me accountable and you'll beat me up in Twitter at Roberto Blake and ask where the podcast is. Or you'll beat me up in Instagram at Roberto Blake and ask where the podcast is, right? I can count on you for that. So managing your energy and increasing your speed by just getting better at something, refining your process, those are things that are gonna help you address the barrier of time when it comes to just getting started with something and being consistent at it. So that is what I had to say about just getting started, and I hope that I addressed the barriers to getting started for the far majority of you. If you happen to be listening to this in SoundCloud, then I want you to drop me a comment and let me know if there's some other way uh, that you are finding a barrier to just getting started other than the things that I discussed here. Or if you want, you can tweet at me, at Roberto Blake. And for those of you just getting started, uh, I have something that I want to offer you. 
Something I've recently started, I've, I've been keeping this under wraps for a little bit, uh, but we have members in here, is I started a membership group. I started a website, Awesome Creator Academy, where I'm going to be offering online courses, but I also started offering a mentoring group membership. And what that does is it's a website where I have some exclusive downloads and resources and templates to help people just get started. I have some, um, you know, case studies and some other things there, but we also have a private membership group in Facebook where the paying members can gather and they can share ideas, they can do peer review, uh, you can get a second set of eyeballs on whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's uh, some uh, copy that you're putting out for your email list or whether it's looking at your latest YouTube video to make sure that the quality is good, that the content is right, that the thumbnail is what it should be. So you can kind of do some A-B testing, get some feedback. And we also have a lot of group discussions. I do private live Q&As because I know sometimes you guys are a little nervous about putting something out there on the record. So I created a place where you can talk to other people who are creatives and creative entrepreneurs and creators that are doing exactly what you're doing and understand and can give you some feedback and advice and we can grow together. I'm also doing some private training in there. So if that's something you're interested in, I've linked it in the show notes. So you definitely want to check that out. You can also go to awesomecreatoracademy.com. But if you use the link in the show notes, I'm doing a special discount on pricing for the next 60 days. So if you're uh, listening to this in June of 2017, you'll definitely want to check that out. Um, I don't think that that pricing will be around for much longer. So I really encourage you to take advantage of it while you can. Maybe it's the difference between you just getting started because maybe what you need is you need support. Maybe what you need is you need a little bit of guidance. Maybe you need some mentorship. And so that's why I put together this particular program. I'm very proud of it. I love the group that we have. Um, and there, if there's ever a point where I feel like the group is getting too big, uh, we will just close it off and we'll keep the circle tight. As long as it's providing value for people, that's what it's really there for. Anyway, I hope you guys really enjoyed today's episode and got some value out of it. And more than anything, I want you to just get, get started. I want you to bet on yourself. I want you to say yes to yourself. And I want you to take the thing that you're passionate about, the thing that you love, the thing that you're good at. And I want you to really just put it out there because you never know. It could change your life. It could change someone else's life. But you have to go ahead and you have to show up first. And that's the real thing. So anyway... I hope that you got some value out of this. I hope that you're encouraged by this. And more than anything, I hope you go out there and create something awesome today. Take care.